Hey, y'all. Welcome back to uh, another damn podcast. You know, I realize I don't say the scoff, the uh, when I int- like do the introduction for this. And it's crazy because a friend of mine was searching for me on Spotify. And he's like, you know, there's like a some other um, podcast called Another Damn. And I didn't even notice. Like when I created the name for this podcast, it was literally the first thing that came to mind. Um, and that's what I thought of. I'm like, <laughs> another damn podcast. Like, because I know, you know, podcasts have been trending, I'm assuming since the pandemic, not saying that they weren't around back then, but it seemed, at least in my algorithms, that they started to show up more. Um, you know, my partner was very much into uh, Joe Budden's, you know, podcast. We used to be podding and all that, you know, all those terms. So that's interesting that there's another one out here, but I'm the best. All right, this is the best one. You came to the right place. You came to the right place. So, ah, uh, another damn podcast. You got you got to scoff when you say it, okay? But I'm your host, Supernova Jones, and I'm here with another topic of a discussion, but a part two of a topic. So my last, my latest episode was, why is it so hard to make friends? And it really sparked so much conversation um, between people online, strangers, you know, friends that I that don't know each other, but they're on my social media and even my own friends, you know, it kind of made us really touch on the topic within our friendship and made me realize how much of a tough, touchy topic this is, right? It caused a lot of triggers, uh, unintentional, but needed, you know, we, we need to experience triggers in order to heal from them. And we need to be questioning where these triggers are, are coming from. That's how we break generational curses. That's how we break curses within ourselves, not even just for the generation, but for us to be able to kind of continue on. Okay. So people really didn't have good experience with friendships, females in particular. And there were so many reasons as to why everybody had their own reason. You know, it was like, you know, when I make friends, they're always jealous of me. When I make friends, they always backstab me. When I make friends, they're only trying to be my friend to get something from me. They only want something. I, you know, people are always using me. People drain me. You know, I don't, people aren't interesting enough, you know, or uh, my friendships are one-sided. I'm the one that's always putting in the work, and I'm the I'm the one that's always trying to do something with this person, and they can do something for me. Do something, I can do something with them, but they can't do anything with me. You know, like the I'll, I'm the planner. I'm the one that's trying to go out. Um, we hang out, and I'm the one that's always paying for stuff, right? Um, I'm the one that's always reaching out. I'm the one that's always supporting. That was a conversation I just had with a friend of mine the other day when we were kind of just reflecting on this podcast journey that I'm that I'm really embarking into and really thrusting myself into and trusting in the universe um, that this is the right, uh, I don't want to use the word career, right, but path for me. And you notice who supports you and who doesn't, you know, willingly without having to ask. And even after you ask, you notice who supports you. And Sometimes it's not always your friends, at least people you thought you were your friends first. Sometimes it's not always them first. Sometimes it's strangers first. And I used to see people complain about this all the time on social media. And again, you don't understand people's perspective until you're put in that position, right? Um, Because I didn't understand why they were getting angry. Because I would always readily share anybody's stuff, you know, without 
especially if they ask me, because I get it. Sometimes you don't see posts like a lot of people didn't even know I had a podcast out there, but I wasn't really selling myself and putting myself out there. And that's no one else's fault. Right. But now I am. And I know people that I call friends have seen it because you can see like who looks at your stuff and who likes your stuff. And I know when friends that I call my friends are not sharing my stuff. Right. So, so that really makes you question things in terms of your friendship, right? Now I'm questioning the friendship. Now I'm questioning the support. And there could be a bunch of reasons why, you know, but you would think, let's say they don't like it. You would think that if they're my friends and they actually listened to my podcast and maybe they don't like it because they don't think that was my best work. They don't think I'm really putting myself out there the best. So they're not going to share it. Then I haven't heard about it. <laughs> right? So, yeah, it, it, I'm telling you, this conversation triggered a bunch of stuff. Even a friend of mine that we don't talk on the regular, her and I go months without speaking. I actually just sent her my podcast this morning and she was like, um, excuse me, you had a podcast? <laughs> really? What's what's up with you? Like, why didn't you send this to me? Um, and we even started to kind of reflect on our friendship, like what kind of friendship we have, not in a bad way, but it's like, Hey, listen, you know, I would love for us to talk more. We don't talk enough. Her and I, the way our friendship works. Um, and if you're into astrology, she's a Capricorn, I'm a cancer. So they're sister signs. If you are, if you know that term, I won't get into that, but, um, it's just interesting. Our friendship dynamic, because we go months without speaking to each other. I told her that neither one of us can change our number uh, just on a limb and just, you know, forget to to give each other the new number because we don't really talk that much. She's not on social media. She's not a big social media person. So our interactions are really just over the phone once in a while. And we usually pick back up the conversation like nothing, right? Or it'll be like, hey, sis, just wanted to check in to let you know I love you. I'm here for you if you need anything. I'm here. How are the kids? We'll do like an update on the kids and our relationship real quick. And then the the next check-in probably won't be till the next birthday or something. <laughs> but that's so far been been working for us, as, at least as we thought, you know, what the podcast podcast did in that situation is make us question like, oh, are we really, you know, should we be talking to each other more? I think we should. I think we should really talk to each other more. But just know it's not because I don't love you and I'm not your friend. It's just life. But even that situation, you know, not with us, but just in general, I know a lot of people use that as um, not an excuse. I don't want to use the word excuse. I think it's heavy, but their reasoning, their justification, life, life be life in, as people say, right? But you still kind of make time for the things that you want. And I think sometimes, you know, with me and my friend, I think we just conditioned ourselves and just kind of, you know, condition ourselves that that's our communication. But we do, it's obvious that, you know, with what we were saying to each other this morning, we want to change that, right? Um, she noted that, you know, we started off as like the high school friends and we were just more of like the high and by type of friends in high school. And which was true. Like, I don't even know how we got so close, but she did note that we trauma bonded, right? 
we trauma bonded. When we became close, it was because we were dealing with negative experiences in our lives. And that's what brought us together. So when you kind of build on that type of foundation of high and by to a trauma bond, you know, it, it was already not like a healthy way to start the friendship. So then that's more work that we got to put into it. That's it. And, and it just has to be uh, mutual exchange consistent to kind of build that, you know, habit of, okay, this is how we're going to reprogram our friendship. But people have to want to do that. All right. But what kind of sidetracked a little bit. So my bad. But what I was just kind of using that as an example of what the podcast did in terms of conversations. Okay. But it was mostly females in particular who were having issues within their friendship. So not to say men don't have issues in their friendships or have concerns with friendships. But like I said, a lot of the men that commented that I know didn't really mention any issues with friendships per se, because a lot of them already got their core friends. They don't have the time to be trying to make new friends or they're okay with the status of the friendship that they have right now, either it be online or in person. Okay. So that was the men's perspective, but females really had a lot to say. Okay. And there were so many reasons as to why everyone, um, you know, had issues with friendships. And I think it kind of goes into the fact that everyone has a different idea as to why there aren't good friendships and why we can't maintain friendships because everyone has different expectations when it comes to friendships. Right. So that's why it made me want to do this part too, because I think there's so much potential to dissect, so much conversation. Um, this pro- this podcast won't be as long as the first one because the first one was pretty long. Like I said, I could have kept going for hours. I only get an hour. So I had to use my time wisely. And I know that, you know, it's just me. I know some podcasts, it's normally just one person, but it's like sometimes a group. Um, I can talk to myself for hours. I just had a great conversation in my head not too long ago. That's how these podcasts come up. <laughs> Honestly, if I if I kind of segue into the, the thought process or sidebar into the thought process of how I come up with these, it really just pops in my head and like me and my my brain or my Ori, <laughs> if, you're, if you're into that type of religious spirituality stuff, just me and myself just be in there just talking. Um, and it's not outward conversation, even though sometimes it has been <laughs> outward conversation. But for the most part, it's like me in my head just thinking about a topic and just like dissecting it in my head. Like if you think of that meme with the lady looking off and there's all these formulas around her face and her head, like I'm envisioning it right now. I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly how my mind works. So that's how these topic comes up. And then I'll call somebody and be like, yo, what? OK, I got a question for you. And then we'll talk about it. And that's how these things go. So. That's why I wanted to come back and just do a quick part two, because I had a lot more to say. Well, not not a lot, but I had some more. Don't run off. Don't don't mute me. You know, listen, another thing, too, when y'all when y'all supporting me, if it gets to the point where you're like bored with me, hey, just play it on mute. I'm cool with that. <laughs> OK, keep it on mute. That is fine. I'm I'm I can handle that because at least you still playing. You know, you feel me like I'm still getting the points because this this is what this is about um (laughs) all right so like I said it made me want to dissect this more and kind of look into it but after I kind of 
reflected on all the conversations I had and all the feedback that I got, right? Because I got feedback from my question on my Facebook post after I had already published the episode. So there was more feedback. But one thing that I noticed no one asked or no one mentioned was what we should have been asking ourselves, which is what is a friend? What is a good friend? What is a bad friend? And what are the different tiers of friendship, right? Because there's levels to everything. And remember before I said that friendship is a ship and even ships have levels, they have sections, they have different uh, compartments. There's, you know, and then there's someone that they have a captain that's steering the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like who's, who's steering the friendship? Who's guiding the friendship? Who's, who's leading the friendship? So it made me want to look up the definition of a friend. All right. So I looked it up on Google and it gave me some different definitions for it. Right. Which was interesting to me because friendship for us is something that's so definitive. It's so definitive. It's either black or white. You're either my friend or you're not. Right. So for something so definitive to have so many meanings, I can see how something like that can really get blurred where lines can get blurred. Right. Because if we can't even just give it one definition and that's it, you know, and I know there's, I know there's a bunch of words out there that have multiple meanings. You know, I'm not, I'm not, um, ignorant to that, but you know, with friend, you would think, or at least you would hope. So this is Oxford, Oxford's dictionary definition of friendship. So it is a person whom one knows and with whom One has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Then the second definition was a member of the religious society, a friend, a Quaker. And then they had like how to use it in a verb and everything. And it said, I am friended by 29 people who I have not friended back. So that was an informal way to use it when we're using it in an association with social networking sites. So that's a friend. That's the definition of a friend, a person who one knows and with whom has a bond of mutual affection. So we're thinking about having a bond of mutual affection. What are the expectations with this bond of mutual affection? And I think that's something that we don't really get into when it comes to friendship, because then that means when you have a bond of mutual affection with somebody uh, there and when we're talking about levels, you know, when I said that friendship is a ship, then that means that there's going to be different type of bonds that you're going to have with somebody, right? There's going to be different type of bond that you're going to have with somebody. There's going to be different ways that you're viewing people. So then I looked up because Google has everything. You can Google anything you want to Google. You can look up anything you want to look up. You can learn anything on this website. (laughs) So when I looked up, what are the different levels to friendship or the different levels of friendship? That came up with like a bunch of other terms and terminology. And some you guys have heard already. So the first one was an acquaintance. That, that's one level of friendship. And there was also um, a, a, a graph that they had or a chart, I should say, where it was like comparing and contrasting the characteristics between what a friend is and what an acquaintance is. And this I got from... Pedia.com. Not sure what this website is. But 
They say that a friend is a person whom you share a strong bond with. Okay, so we got that out the way. But an acquaintance is someone who is known, but who is not a close friend, which close friend was another tier. So there was acquaintance, then friend, then close friend, then best friend. Right. And they even went into a little other subcategories after that, which I'll read in a little bit. And then a friend is someone who knows intimate details of each other. An acquaintance acquaintance knows each other slightly. Acquaintance about to tear me up that word. I should I need to practice these words before I get on with y'all. So they're not tear me up live with y'all on the on here listening. A friend often hang out with each other. Acquaintance don't interact often. And then friends help each other. Acquaintance are not obligate obliged to help. That's interesting. That is interesting because you don't really think about that, right? At least I don't. I don't really think about the difference between. I mean, I guess I know who is an acquaintance or who is. I know who. I know that an acquaintance. I'm not going to share them shared intimate details about myself with them, but. Some people don't know that. Some people don't know how to distinguish between someone who's an acquaintance. Because remember, like my son said in the last one, a friend isn't someone that you just talk to. And maybe is maybe that's where we mess up. Maybe that's where people get let down because they don't know the difference. They don't know that there's tears out. There's whole tears out here to friendship. There's levels to this. Okay? Some people don't know that. Then when I told you that we went down into the subcategories, which I don't know why we needed all of this, but I'll give you some of them. They were like, then there's the crazy friend. There's the honest friend. There's the gossipy friend, the work friend, the high school friend, the gay friend, the long distance friend, the neighbor friend, the friend through marriage friend, the sister-in-law friend, (laughs) the friend you met in kindergarten, the work friend. You know, this person, they say the work friend probably knows the most about you. Then we got the long-term friend, all right? So there's whole but the loyal friend, which is interesting that they even have a term, the loyal friend, because I'm assuming that if they're not acquaintances anymore, there's got to be some loyalty to them, right? If I made them go into the tier of friendship, because at that point, I'm giving them intimate details about myself, So if they made it to the friendship level from acquaintance, then I would think that they'd be loyal if I'm calling them a friend. Right. So with all these levels, like I said, of friendship, then I guess that is why people are messing it up and not really getting it together. And even close friend and best friend. I thought that it was interesting that even had a category like that, because I would think your best friend would be the closest to you. Right. We, I would think that if, if I'm saying that someone is a close friend, then they're the best. But as we notice with things, you know, a lot can happen that can change dynamics of friendships. I noted it last last um, episode. What you know, where if you have kids, if your friends are used to you partying and stuff, that'll change the dynamic of the friendship, because now I can't do that anymore. Uh, Once I get into a relationship, some people don't know how to manage time between their partner and their friends. So they'll just give up their friends completely and just kind of be up on their partner or vice versa. They'll just kind of have their partner, but it's all about my friends. You know, who cares what you think? Who cares that you want to spend time? 
then again, we have just Facebook friends. You know, I think in the age of social media as well, I think that has really unblurred the lines of friendship. If there were any blurriness, if there was any blurriness, well, obviously there was. Obviously there was. Because earlier I talked about generational curses, right? And breaking generational curses. And I won't get too much into that, but just think about repeating the cycles, right? Cycles repeating in families. So if your great grandmother, you know, thought that being a housewife was the most important thing, then those are values she's going to teach her daughter, your grandmother. And then your grandmother's, you know, depending on what was going on in the world, but most likely, you know, most likely, not saying that it is what it is, but most likely she'll have those same values and she's going to pass it on to to your mom now. And then your mom is going to pass that on to you, right? Even if it's not working, even if those values don't work for whatever's going on in the world anymore, because of course, when we're talking about generations, we're talking about different time zones, you know, time periods. We're, we're talking about millennials and Gen Z and boomers, Gen X, whatever, you know, we're, we're even looking at that and how their values are different. And um, so it's like, how, how are we teaching to kind of break the cycle of these things? So I think what social media has done is really put things out there for people to compare, for people to, you know, look at and see. This is supposed to be, you know, this person, I didn't know I was just an acquaintance to them. I thought we were more than acquaintances. But then you can ask, how could you think that? How could you think you were more than acquaintances? But people, what people don't realize is sometimes their actions, sometimes the way, the things that they do, it causes blurred lines. And if you don't know the boundaries, because obviously from my, what I'm getting from this, looking at, and because they even have like associates and then social friends and then intimate friends. When I'm looking at this, I'm still seeing the word friend in some of these. So you would think that, you know, a close friend and a best friend in those scenarios, I'm expecting to know intimate details about you. I'm expecting to hang out with you. I'm expecting to have a bond with you. I'm expecting to um, help you. But I realized you was going to be, I realized I was just a close friend and that you're going to be helping out your best friend a little bit more than me. I didn't realize that. I thought we were close. I thought we were close friends. So I figured, okay, because it ends in friend, because it says friend, because you're calling me a friend, that means we have an, a, we have a close bond, we share a strong bond, then I don't, I would think that there's not going to be differences in how you treat me, how you communicate with me versus someone else. But as you come to find, there is. And even me talking this out and, you know, thinking just about myself. Yeah, there are definitely friends that I talk about certain things with that I won't talk about another friend with. There are definitely friends that I have that know certain things about me that another person doesn't know about me. But where did we learn how to do that? What does that mean? Does that mean that I can't trust friend A more than friend B? Then why is friend A still around? Because, but then that would mean that trust has to be something that is important to me when it comes to friendships or associates or acquaintances. They say here that the work friend probably knows the most about you. I can guarantee you that my work friends don't know that much about me. I don't even really have work friends. 
So I think even these terms just kind of depend on who you are, what type of person you are, because they are. Some people I've known, I've noticed that some people have great work life balance where at they're at their job and they have amazing friendship because it is. We do spend a lot of time at work. You know, if you're spending eight, 10 hour days at work, you would think that you're in an environment where you're at least talking to people, getting to know them. But that just has to be a part of your personality. Told you in my last podcast, some people said they don't like people. They just don't like people, which that could come from a space of just being hurt and betrayed most of the time, which is understandable. That could also come from the space of not really knowing how to interact with people. So as uh, or wanting to not deal with being rejected. So as a coping mechanism, you just stay away from people altogether. Right. That's where the shyness that my daughter mentioned will kind of mess things up for people when it comes to making um, connections. So I think that what we need to really think about more, and this is for anyone who listened to my first first podcast and now they're listening to part two, um, which I hope is all of you, right? Yeah, hope it's all of you. Um, think about what was said in the first one, but now think about Again, what is a good friend? That's one thing that you should be asking yourself. What does being a good friend mean to you? What are certain things that you who get a list out, get a piece of paper out, visualize it, see it, speak it, you know, so you can kind of see what visually see it yourself. Who are your acquaintances? What does acquaintance mean to you? All right. Who are those people? Who are your friends? What does friendship mean to you? And then do you have subcategories? Do you have close friends and do you have best friends? And then think about what are the qualities that you find important in friendship? And also, can you give these qualities back? You can't attract anything that you're not willing to also give out. So you can't want trustworthy friendships and you are not trustworthy yourself with these friendships, depending on whatever the tiers are, right? What are the qualities that you need in a friend? And is this person that I'm calling my friend or my best friend or a close friend, do they exhibit these qualities? Because I feel like that'll save people from a lot of delusion when it comes to friendships and people they're calling their friends. It would save them from a lot of heartache, and a lot of frustration. So even for me, if if I know if I have a friend and they don't really share anybody's stuff on social media, can I really get upset that they're not sharing my stuff, even though I call them a friend? If that's just not something they do, then I shouldn't get upset about it. I should kind of just leave it alone. Right? What's important to me? Is that something that's important to me? That they're going to share my stuff and support me. Now, of course, that could be a dynamic change because this is something new that I'm doing. This isn't something that I was always doing when we started being friends. So maybe they're not used to me being in this kind of space where I'm doing podcasts and I'm needing them their support. Maybe that changed the dynamic of stuff. And now my needs are being changed, right? So now I need friends that are going to support me. But that will that be fair to 
the ones who were, you know, friends with me before I started doing this. So does that have to be the game changer in everything? So that's something to think about. But it's really important to write down what's important to you in a friendship. What do you want in a friend? What do you want in a close friend? What do you want in a best friend? To kind of really save yourself the drama. And then also think about the people that I have in my life right now. Where do they fall? Where do I need to put them so I'm not being so triggered and hurt and betrayed and whatever the case may be? Because I noticed a big thing, too, especially when it comes to FEMA. And I don't know if that's just because we just have a nature of competition within each other. And I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking off of observation. Um, So that's not just to say just because you're a female, you're obviously you're going to be competing with us. But just from the nature of observation, it does seem like we're always in competition with each other. And it does always seem that we again, we have the most issues within friendships. We have the most issues with betrayal. We have the most issues with one-sided friendships. And it's normally with another female. But we all complain about the same things, not getting the same things. Or wanting certain things. Which goes back to what I said. The things that you want, can you give that to somebody? Right? What boundaries do you set with people? How do you put them in tears where you're not always in situations where someone's betraying you? If I just met somebody and we're talking and I'm telling them, yeah, because, you know, my boyfriend cheated on me and da da da. Could you really be upset that like how did they show you that they could be trustworthy? And that doesn't have to happen so quickly. I have heard, yes, of situations because it's happened to me, too, you know, where. I've known somebody for a while and I've, you know, kind of slowly tiptoed and here and there I'll tell them things and tell them about myself. And unfortunately, it doesn't work out. They betray me or we're just not friends anymore. But then I have to do some reflection within myself. It's like, well, what did they do to, to show me that I could trust them? What is what is some does, do they have to just automatically tell you their business? It's like, okay, well, they're telling me their business. So, I mean, they wouldn't tell me their business if they didn't trust me, you know. So, I'm going to tell them my business. (laughs) Right? So, we have to kind of look at that. And I think that would kind of save us from a lot. Really look at the friendships that we have with people that we are calling friends. Has it caused more heartache? Has it caused more frustration than anything? Is it something that can be worked out, worked through? Is it a conversation that can be had where we can fix things, where I could say, hey, listen, these are my needs. And then we just look for changed behavior with these friendships. And also, another thing I want us all to do when we're thinking about this is think about us again and how we are. Because sometimes, and ain't nobody gonna like this, all right? Sometimes it's not other people. Sometimes it's you. It could very well be you because who's the common denominator when there's always betrayal and jealousy and this and that? Who's the common denominator? (laughs) You. So what are you doing to put yourself in these situations? How are you not defining these levels of friendship? And if you didn't know there was levels, I'm here to tell you there's levels to this. Friendship shit. 
There's levels to it. And you need to be put on game. Because it'll save you from a lot. And it'll help you teach your children. Breaking the generational curses right there. Even if you think it's too late for you. And it's not too late for you no matter how old you are. I just hung out with some um, females last night that I met off of Bumble. I think I, you know, you guys told you about that app. It's like an app to find friends. And they're in their 40s. One of them was close to 50. Still looking for friends. Shit, still looking for a man. So it's never too late to learn some new behaviors. And just know that everything can't be fixed also. That's another thing I wanted to say. Because I did, yeah, I did say that, you know, you could try to have a conversation and, you know, Sometimes you, you pass that. Sometimes you need to let that go. And that's another reason where people mess themselves up with friendships. Because I think just because this is my kindergarten friend, because they do have that, just because I met you in kindergarten, I got to put up with some of the stuff that on my list I said that, you know, there's stuff on the, there's things that I would have on the list of what I want in a friend that my kindergarten friend doesn't have. So now I'm just, we're just friends of time. I didn't even see that on the list, but I guess that's the same thing. Friend you met in kindergarten. Then we have the long distance friend. You know, sometimes those friendships work, but then other times they don't. And I know they say that comparison is a thief of joy, and it is. But sometimes I feel that you need that comparison to kind of save you from a lot of the stuff that was triggering people. But we really need to know what is a friend to you. Because remember, I read you the definitions and it wasn't black and white. So what's a friendship to you? What is a good friend to you? What, is, what would make someone a bad friend? Have you ever been a bad friend? Have you been a good friend? Why do you think so? Because that's when we get into love languages, which also could apply to friends. So here it is. I'm thinking that with my friend, just calling them here and there is will suffice, but they really want to meet up for drinks once in a while. But that's not really me. I don't want to meet up for drinks. I just want to talk. I just want a voice note. I have a friend who we don't see each other. I haven't seen her in a while. And we just voice note. We don't do anything else. Now I have tried to, you know, meet up with her. And she hasn't been able to. But she goes out. <laughs> I've seen her out. She's actually out right now. Um, but that but that that's just me. That's that's what I'm willing to put up with. I don't know though. I, I gotta think about that. <laughs> I think now now it's making me think some things with these friendships. And I hope that's what it does for everyone. But I just wanted to come back and just reiterate that there are levels to this friendship thing. And we really not we need to. And I, I know I said that in the bat in the last podcast was we, we focus so much on um, red flags, red flags. What makes a bad, you know, bad friendships and people are this and people are that. OK, so what do we how do we fix that? That's what I whenever I come here and talk about certain things it's from an inquisitive thought process on my end because it's like, how do, we, how do we fix that? A problem that everybody seems to be having. Everyone can't find friends. 
Everyone is having issues with maintaining friendships. Everyone is having issues with, you know, making friends. So where, do, where does the problem begin with that? It's like the making part, making the friendship part of it, and then the maintaining the friendship part of it. But we didn't even define what friendship was. We didn't even define it. So once we figure out what it means to you, you then you got to link up with somebody who possibly it means the same thing to, to them as well. Or maybe they can, or, or it doesn't mean the same thing per se. They have like a different meaning of it. But then now you guys balance it, each other out. But let you define what a friend is supposed to be. Don't let social media do that. Because you see how I told you the friend, the high school friend, you know, that I had earlier, we're over here questioning our friendship. And I told her, I was like, well, you know, it works for us. But according to social media, it wouldn't work. We're not good friends to each other because we go months without speaking. But for us, you know, we were okay with that until we started questioning it. Like, damn, wait, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe we could just talk a little bit more. And then that was it. We may or may not do it. I will I'll update you guys on that <laughs> if we actually did it. But again, it takes work from two people and it has to be something that you both want to do. And we can't always just point fingers. So let's get into defining these friendships, setting these, learning how to set these boundaries with people and understand that, you know, we need connections, but we need connections that are going to be good for our mental health, especially since that's the theme of the world right now, mental health and anxiety and all. We got to take those things into account, but we also have to make sure that we're not pointing fingers because as we're pointing fingers at people, they're pointing them back to us. Okay. What we say about people what from what they what I've heard is a mirror to us and just learn how to let certain things go and just use it as educational purposes. All right. But that wraps up the episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Like, subscribe, share the podcast. Guys, I really appreciate everyone who's been sharing, who's been giving me like feedback, like, yo, when you said this, I understood like minute, 20, you know, 19 seconds. Now nobody said that. (laughs) They didn't get that direct. But if you did, oh my God, that's my love language because I love being seen. And if you're listening to this on Apple, because I'm on Apple now, the kid is on Apple now, um, leave a comment, subscribe again, share, 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 be my friends. Show me that y'all my friends. Or I'm going to have to move you down into that associate level or the level before that because they're going to come up with one. They're going to come up with a non-associate, non-acquaintance level. And that's not even a stranger. That's that's like before we get to stranger. I'm going to put you down to someone I just saw when I walked by and I barely looked at. But I kind of saw you in my peripheral. So I kind of would remember you. Like if I saw you in a lineup, I could probably tell the cops I saw you, but not really. (laughs) thanks for listening guys and look out for my next episode which is going to be recorded today as well i told you i'm on a roll the mind is going so i will see you guys later this is supernova jones over and out i gotta find an ending that i didn't like that one i didn't like over and out it's supernova jones okay bye